Pussy, pussy, it's gonna be a good one today. Yes, I'm talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow, bring your pussies to the show. It's Tuesday, and it's just us three clits. Woo! So after reflecting on the last 150 episodes, we checked in with each other to see what are we actually retaining from our show in our life? We research and we try everything to prep for the episodes, but what are we actually doing regularly? This inspired us to shift our focus to what it looks like for each of us to live a pleasure-positive lifestyle, and we're all very different, as you know. And just accepting that living this way is a challenge and we've overcome so much and we know you have too. So now it's time to find the time, carve it into your calendars and watch how our lives, our businesses and relationships start to bud and blossom even more as we tap into our pleasure. A pussy to that. Oh my God, Lindsay's dying. <laughs> Lindsay's choking. Lindsay's on choking. her mocktail. Lindsay's like, on Where's Lindsay? Lindsay? I just you went on myself. mute so great. <laughs> So gracefully, just, might I add. <laughs> that was so like that's such a co- like a like a like a quarantine like like working from home like situation like when you have to cough on Zoom and you have to like mute yourself before it comes out. <laughs> totally, what just happened? Totally. It's one of my pleasure tips. <laughs> choking, had a choke. No. I was Ooh. choking on my my CBD vape pen. Oh. <laughs> oh shit, girl! Nice. Oh yes. Oh yes. <coughs> it's. Are there you is. sure you're not promoting a brand right now? How funny I'm would not. that be if that was an ad? That would be the when best we were ad talking ever. about like deep throating. I was like thinking of the gaunt 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 from Xiaomi Morgan <laughs> deep throating. <laughs> Katie, I think you're hearing things because I don't think she's a deep throat. I think she said choke. <laughs> but I mean, I hey, say. if you're if you if, you know you have plans of. later, we don't know about. That's what the choking made me think of was deep throat. Obviously, well, I mean, then, yeah, because oh you god. choke when you have a dick in your mouth that far down. Jeez, oh my god! I mean, some yeah. of us choke, some of us don't. Okay, <laughs> all right. But remember, Tiomi said that you could put it down and make sure you're not at a nine degree angle, and you can go and it like yeah. feels really good to the guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have a yeah. double jointed throat, so I don't have to do that. Do you really? No. Well, that's not a real thing, but yes, I do. I was like, oh, shit. Is that a thing? Oh, my God. I mean, she I has have, a six-pack in her throat. I have, I have no, no gag reflex, and I'm very much... I wonder if the, like, I'm the so fact that I'm a professional singer and the, the control of my vocal muscles helps me deep throat better. Absolutely. I think I wish I was it you. I think it does. And you don't have a gag reflex? What's that all about? I feel like my gag reflex well, is... I do have one, but I know how to like ignore it, I guess. I don't know. Dude, I have a gag reflex even when I don't have anything in my mouth, let alone a penis. I feel like a walking gag reflex. I'll like breathe really deeply and I'm like, (laughs) my roommates hear me. They're like, he just knows my gag reflex now. He knows I'm not actually puking. You guys heard it here first on Clit Talk. Sugar is a walking gag reflex. Oh shit. All right. (laughs) Anyways. So hot. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, so fuck off. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Just got it's just real those clips. Studio, it's just those clips today. Come on. I mean, we know how these episodes go. I know. All right. Yeah. All right. So we're going to so we're going to answer a couple questions today. We're also going to share a little bit about we, what we've been doing both successfully and unsuccessfully. Um uh with over The show has been like trial and episodes. error. So the show has been yes. like trial and error for like our actual lives and then we just hop on and basically tell you what worked and what didn't okay, work. Okay, wait. Mm-hmm. Wait. I I I was not even planning of thinking of sharing this but Katie just started talking about like I started thinking about you know poopsicle gate and oh, I have to share I have to share something with you guys so what happened the like you know how I'm not into anal play at all like someone yeah, came over me the other day and like the wizard <laughs> was like doing <laughs> stuff to me and I was like put your thumb up my ass oh my god and it was like, ah, did it you was like, like it? the old I loved it. And it was like the only thing yeah. that got me off. Yeah. And then he was like, oh my God. And then he was like telling the story to somebody. And I totally was like, look, if you're going to make up a lie about me, at least make a believable one. I would never say that because I was so embarrassed that he was sharing it. <laughs> but now I just shared it with thousands of people on the podcast. So there Aww. you go. I got a thumb up my butt. I love that. Oh my God. I feel like <laughs> I need to join the butt it. club. I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. Okay. I was like, am I normal? Speaking of which, that is our first question. Mm. So an anonymous listener writes in, I I need sex every day. Is that okay? Am I sick? Am I normal? Aw. Oh my gosh. I feel like Sugar should answer this one. Yeah. Totally. I feel you. every day. So yeah. So I had a really hard time accepting that basically two years into my relationship with my at the time boyfriend, who's my now husband, I had a really hard time accepting that I wasn't going to be having sex every day. And I was uh, actually like realizing that I was, um, there was something there that I needed it. And so through this podcast, we've really shifted the conversation to look at it, things from a pleasure perspective. So what I would ask you, Clitorati fan, is what's your pleasure practice? Like really, like do you, mm. first of all, checking in, do you have one? And if you don't, there's absolutely no, nothing wrong. Like we shared, we are constantly, you know, striving for um, practicing this daily. And sometimes we don't, and that's beautiful. And that's actually amazing. Like good for you for even taking that leap and making that commitment. So if you want to have sex every day, I've come to accept that I'm having sex about twice a week, but my pleasure practice is dense and daily. And I've just found a lot more fulfillment, (laughs) dense and daily. And I've actually found not a need, double D, which we know we love. We love the double D, DP, all that stuff. That's another thing we can talk about at another time. We should do a DP specific episode, by the way, because that just needs its own conversation. But nonetheless, um, I would just have you then observe the difference it's making. And is it fulfilling that that urge and that craving to have to want to have sex every day? Because eventually, if you're in a relationship or you're going to be in a long term relationship, that energy is going to be actually a turn off because there's well, no you space don't know for that. You don't know that that's going to be a turn off. That was your Cam experience. Frazier, well, yeah, Cam well, my, yeah I'm sharing. I think, I think what you're pointing from, to is that couples can have different libidos. 
And for you, it was a turnoff. But but for someone else, if they have the same libido, they're like, fuck yeah, we want to fuck each other every day. Sure. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I, I don't think that's the everyday couple though. I think that the majority of couples deal with like creating sexy time with each other throughout the week. Like couples that have been in relationships for five plus years, that is something that comes up. And especially as people's careers grow or children. And I I feel like Speak, you know what? If you have a partner that wants to fuck as much as you do, hell to the yeah. And in some ways, I envy that. In other ways, for my own personal journey, I did not create that. Like, I don't have a partner who has the same libido. And I knew that. I knew that before we got married. Yeah. And I still didn't accept it, but I also did accept it eventually by expanding my pleasure practice. Yeah. Well, daily. yeah. What you're, yeah. What you're saying right. is like, just is that if you do have a different libido than your partner and you want to have sex every day, you can have sex with yourself every day. And that's not, that's a, you're not sick. Do you know how many people masturbate every day? I think that's healthy. Oh yeah. I mean, sometimes twice a day, sometimes three times a day. I mean, but I'm different. I can masturbate once a week and be fine to be honest. Right. I think it's about checking you know in did? with yourself and what brings you pleasure in, yeah. in really like as a conversation in your life. Yeah. What'd you do, Katie? What I did the other day is I hadn't seen people in a while and we were doing like a socially distanced hang outside and I like wasn't really feeling seeing people, which is crazy. Um, it's been so isolated. But I, mm. to get in the mood... I added something to my pleasure practice. I did something I never did before. And I just like took my Vush um, vibrator and I vibrated my clip on the, while I was going to the bathroom, like getting ready really quick for them to get here. And uh, <laughs> it kind of like just perked me up. I don't know. Mm. It was like a glass of water. It was fantastic. But it was, it was like, like an really energy quick. drink. It was like an energy drink. It's like, oh, let's turn mm-hmm. on, you know, mm, like let's yeah. get in my body. And it was really quick. Um, that's rad. Really liked that. So that's one of your pleasure tips is when you're feeling antisocial, just rub a vibrator on your clit for a quick pick-me-up. I literally had the thought, I should keep this in my purse <laughs> for yeah. when the world Already? opens up again. Wait, I'm sorry. No! You both don't keep your bush vibrator in your purse? I don't go anywhere, so I don't even bring my... I don't even know where my the purse Empress is. Empress looks like a lip gloss. Like, it just like... Whatever. I just it. I never. I never thought to to put it in my purse. I've never been in public being like, "Oh, I'm going to use my vibrator." Like that's never happened to me. Well, well I, I, I want to do this before a meeting with a client. Like that would be so great to like test this out, Katie, and like just vibrate my clip for a little, <laughs> not come, and then go onto a business meeting like super radiant, like, <laughs> you're, like edging yeah. through the meeting. <laughs> yeah, I really makes like, you little, a better negotiator. Little flushed, <laughs> right. little little more right. snappy. You know? Yeah. Well, mm, well, one it. of the pleasure. So I can share one of the things that I'm taking on um, in my personal pleasure practice is I've created um, bucket lists for many different areas of my life mm. that I'm committed to. Um, and they're all supposed to be fun. And I'm not talking about like mm. skydiving, like not, not that kind of stuff. I mean, I guess you could put that on there. But I created <laughs> with my partner. This was inspired by the Taomi episode. Um mm which was, I forget what episode number that was. We'll link it in the show notes. Um, we, she, ta- she was talking about all the different sensation play that you can do and all the different things you can try. And it inspired me to create a bucket list. So I did. I created like a 50 
listing. I guess maybe we can put my list you in the did? blog. I did. Wow. I fully created a 50 point oh list of things that I want to try. And some of them are really simple, like pull into a neighborhood and make out with each other. Like pretend you're a teenager Ooh. again and like pull into a neighborhood mm. and make out with each other. Um, one of them is like have sex completely silently. And so I tried that the other day, not completely silently, but normally I'm very vocal. I like to use my voice and I'll be like a little bit harder. Mm. Do this way, do this nah. way. And my partner, my partner right now is actually, he actually loves it. He's an engineer. He's like, it's super useful information. Like he, he loves it. It doesn't bother him at all. And <laughs> I've been one of the, one of the, my pleasure. So one of the, one of the biggest pleasure practices I'm taking on this year is being mindful and being mm. in my body and being in my spirit and being really grounded. And mm. so um, I've been meditating. I've been doing a forgiveness meditation every night. Um, honey up oppo. I don't know if I'm saying the right. It's like a Hawaiian forgiveness meditation. And so mm. since I've been doing that, it's opened up a more mindfulness way of having sex. And so I had this thought of what if I didn't talk? So it was on my bucket list, right? What if I didn't talk when we were mm. having sex and I didn't give him any instructions? And mm. so I literally kind of created with him. I said, I'm going to close my eyes and I'm not going to say anything. And I'm just going to communicate to you with my body. And at one point, I even like put the pillow over my head to just kind of put myself in like a sensory deprivation tank, put my head into a sensory deprivation tank and just mm. allow my body to feel. And mm. it's the most wet I've gotten in like three years because I was it's just so focused wrong. on my sensations. So my one of the biggest pleasure you know, practices that I'm taking on this year is mindfulness mm -hmm. um, and the bucket list thing are the two things yeah. that I'm taking on um, and mindfulness in every area of my life. For me, pleasure is I'm, I, I'm also sitting down when I eat my meals now and I'm in, I'm like enjoying every bite. I am waking up every morning and like part of my morning routine is to stand in front of the mirror and dance naked because I used to do that all the time when I was a kid mm. and it used to make me really happy. And so that's like, mm. I'm just bringing back things that bring me pleasure and it doesn't have to be complicated. It can be really simple, like mm. putting a pillow over your head during sex. So that's some of the mm. stuff I'm taking on. <laughs> well, that's amazing. I love that. I'm taking all those. I'm, I'm applying all those as of tomorrow. I'll share. Okay. okay I'll, I'll send mean, you, you my, say that now. <laughs> well, I'm like, wow, waking up first thing and dancing naked in front of the mirror, even if it's for 10 seconds, would be a fucking breakthrough for me because, like, I have this like thing where I'm like, I look really ugly in the morning, which is such a fucking past based mm. conversation. So I like actually don't interact with myself in the mirror until like after I do my breath work or meditation. It's really interesting. So I just saw like, well, fuck, what would open up if I just did that, even if it was for like a minute? You know? Well, I so. think you're hot. If you want to just FaceTime like and dance naked oh on FaceTime God. every morning, I'll do that with you. Oh my God. Naked FaceTime mornings. How dope would that be? I would fucking FaceTime you guys naked 100% and dance with you guys. But I, not about looking at each other, just about like being in that space with each other would be really yeah. cool. That would yeah. be. Are you feeling disconnected? Could you use a boost of self-love and time for pleasure in your life? Well, we have good news. May is National Masturbation Month, and we have been alchemizing in our pleasure lab to create a free live five-day self-pleasure challenge just for you. 
Now, while masturbation is one aspect of pleasure, we want to help you expand pleasure in every area of your life. You will be deeply connected, manifesting with ease, and lighting up every room you walk in. Sign up for our self-pleasure challenge at clittalkshow.com backslash self-pleasure and get ready for magic in May. Hey, Clitorati. We wanted to take a quick minute to share about our Patreon. You know, we absolutely love being able to create weekly episodes and continue to normalize our message of pleasure on earth. Our Patreon is a monthly subscription crowdfunding platform that allows us here at Clit Talk to have the flexibility to expand our message without having to worry about how it's going to financially impact us personally. We are committed to expanding and creating new and exciting things like live events and a safe VIP community so you can share and be heard in real time. So if Clit Talk makes a difference for you and you'd like to connect with us on a whole new behind the scenes level, please consider supporting our Patreon. Your support makes a huge difference for us so we can make a difference for you. All right. So what about you guys? What are you guys taking on? What are your personal pleasure practices? For me, I've been... um finding the time. I really really started coming up against like every spare moment I get, I'm working on Clit Talk mm. Podcast. <laughs> so um <laughs> or raising my uh my son full time and being a wife and building other entrepreneurial things. And um there was no room for pleasure. So well there was room I was still doing like having good sex and doing the things, but it was all, it's all really integrated into the show. So for me, really kind of stepping away from sharing everything and just being with myself, mm-hmm. I have a little um, time block in my calendar and it's a two hour time block that says pleasure, positive lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know what it's going to be. It may just be me like taking a nap. Or, you know, me getting out all my toys and going to town, you know? So, um, but I have that. And it has to happen Monday through Friday, right? (laughs) Really quickly. Um, So I, so that's the structure that I've put in place. And it's actually really been working and it's been helping me find time for other things that bring me pleasure in my life. And, um, you know, my husband and I are balancing everything and we both are at home. So and we don't have any outside help. So that is uh, been a real challenge for me to be completely authentic, to actually be mm. doing what I w- would like to do from the things I've been learning from the show. So now mm. it's just kind of a surprise block of time where maybe I need your list, Lindsay, to like look at the list and be like, okay, I got my time. Do I want to do any of these things? So... I'll send you my list. It's pretty good. I put a lot of like really innocent, easy things on there too, as well as the like, you know, there's nothing really raunchy on there. So I think it's Katie approved. <laughs> all right. All right. I mean, Katie's a kinky one though. I mean, she's I mean, I'll try anything once. Pro. Well, I've already you done will. a lot of the kinky stuff. It's like, have a threesome, have an orgy, go to a sex <laughs> party, host a sex party. Like, then there, done that. I'm like, let's get back to the basics with the sex list. I know, right? Totally. Totally. Some pleasure practices I've taken on that have made a difference for me. I'm going to shout out to Elizabeth April, uh, spiritual influencer, huge on YouTube. Episode 141 and episode 140, it's a sacred sex mini series. 
I took on onking and every time I masturbate, I do this practice of onking, which is just while climaxing, releasing through your crown chakra and imagining circulating it into your heart chakra, imagining that white light from the crown and the green light into the heart and just imagining that. And I've been done the testing, the A-B testing, everybody. My orgasms are longer every time. So mm. I've just taken this on. And then while I'm visualize, I visualize like this feeling of freedom, which is like being able to have the freedom to do what you want, one with you want, like no limits. And I keep imagining our Valentine's Day event. And I'm like imagining like 500 people there, imagining us in the future fulfilled of what we created, you know, for Clit Talk here, which is that 1 million people get to have a pleasure positive lifestyle. So Mm -hmm. onking is my number one Mm. tip for the year. If you could take on one thing from Sugar's like closet, it would be onking. Like even if it's just one thing. Um, if you have a partner, I recommend morning breath work. I've taken on a pleasure practice with my husband. We do four minutes to a song. We sit across from each other and we put our hands on each other's hearts and we just breathe in and out together, making eye contact the whole time. So for anybody that has like felt any, I don't know, we'll simplify it by saying daddy issues and, and you don't feel worthy of someone's attention. What I experienced with this is I would get really triggered in the morning and feel like my partner's running away from me. When I did this and he gave me four minutes of his intention and looked into my eyes for four minutes straight without looking away, I was literally like, I'm good. See you next week. <laughs> like, literally, I just felt like- See so, you next I was like, Tuesday. See you next what about, Tuesday. What about Wednesday? See you next Wednesday. <laughs> oh, Wednesday, Lindsay. So one thing that we've, we've talked a lot about on this show, and I think we all wanted to take a quick minute to close out this episode and sort of create a context for something we, uh, a phrase we've been throwing out there a lot and it's gender harmony. We had it on our sweatshirts for our merch this winter. It was our actually like our number one seller. And so we're like, well, we should probably explain. I, I have it that gender harmony is sort of an ever- Uh, shifting and growing conversation, but we Mm -hmm. wanted to sort of create a bit of a context. To me, it is the balance within each of us of balancing our masculine and feminine energy distinct from the patriarchy and really choosing what that balance is for us, um, such that we actually stop relating to each other as that our identity is our gender. And we actually relate to each other as who, what, who we're committed to being in the world, a place where we, we don't, even think about that. We don't occur that way. That to me is like gender harmony in this moment from what I'm discovering around energy work. And um, I also think being aware of PC language in the LGBTQIA community and just some news of what's going on in there to support the the ever-shifting conversation of gender harmony. Yeah, this conversation has been ever-evolving. We came up with it like right when we started the podcast. And at the time, it was the first Women's March. And this conversation really, it was, it had been around forever, but it was reintroduced in a whole new way, I feel like, at least for me. Mm. And um, it started with being able to talk to, being able to talk about sex as a woman to a man and have it not be, creepy or weird and being able to actually accept having an exchange of energy that was clean. And that was like really the gold of striving through having all of these conversations and doing this show, basically for me, because it was something that was really, I didn't feel the same kind of respect, but really it was a lot of shame that I was holding on to. And then we've done like, you were just saying, Sugar, the LGBT and like, really not seeing 
gender, but having like everyone just really respecting each other and not Mm -hmm. shaming each other and allowing people to be who they who they say they are. And if you have an issue with who someone says that they are, you kind of have to like look back at yourself to really see where you can find where there isn't harmony so you can reestablish that. So that's kind of like how I've seen gender harmony evolve for me personally through where it started to now. Damn, mic drop. (laughs) Yeah. um, Gender harmony for me is, it's a world without labels. It's a world without boundaries. It's a world that's fluid where the color of your skin or the gender that you were or weren't born with, the your sexual preference, your gender identity, none mm. of it matters because the world is such a fluid place that mm. that there is actual peace. And I think... I see access to that as real forgiveness, both for yourself and for others and self-love and Mm. love and really having access to like starting that conversation of gender harmony and really where that conversation can lead us to is that future. Mm. And I really do think it's possible. And I also think it's fair to say that we're a bold stand for gender harmony in the world. Mm Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, happy Harmony Day. It is Harmony Day. <laughs> it is Harmony Day. And I know we're saying gender harmony, but I think we're what we're actually talking about is harmony. Mm-hmm. Gender's mm-hmm. just been such a big topic on this show. Um, it became and, such a big conversation yeah. on this show. And it opened mm-hmm. my eyes up to so many things that I didn't even understand. Well, our mm-hmm. podcast was birthed during the fucking Me Too movement part two, Ooh. not the one in yeah. 2006. Yep. So I think that was really the genesis and right around the Women's March. We're like, well, shit, I guess we're riding the Me Too wave. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Um, which was so gender focused. But I think you're really speaking to something so much larger, like inside of the context of pleasure, what we're really talking about is harmony, harmony within yeah. ourselves and each other. Yeah. Well, and that's been the evolution of the show. And that's why we wanted to do this mm-hmm. quick little check-in for our Clitorati and, you know, yeah. let them know that th- these are ever, we are ever changing, that the show is ever changing. We are ever changing. The conversations are shifting and we're growing with the times and with the movements and the way that they're shifting. And so we we want to bring back these Clitorati episodes so that we can stay connected on a personal level and answer your mm-hmm. questions and just joke around with each other. <laughs> and we want to know what you're, if you are actually taking the things from this show and infusing it into your life and really creating a pleasure, positive lifestyle, because it's something that is actually, it's a new conversation for the three of us. It's like something we've been doing or striving for, but now we're actually holding each other accountable. Mm-hmm. And we're here to offer, we realize that that's what we're here for, for our Clitorati is to help you inspire you to create a pleasure positive lifestyle and if you want we can hold you accountable to get what you want so yep yep Mm. we're here we're really thinking about how we can make this conversation bigger and be more supportive um and if you guys have questions or you need advice or mentorship please reach out to us 
clittalkshow at gmail.com. Um, and let us let us know how we can create with you the kind of harmony and the pleasure, positive lifestyle that you're looking to create. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, Kudrati, we love you. We this do. Was fun. This was <laughs> we fun. Really do. This was delightful. And, and we're going to see you next Tuesday. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Clit Talk. Be sure to visit clittalkshow.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at clittalkshow for your clit fix in between episodes.